Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> Our guest this week is Philadelphia's favorite son, Tad Moses. Thank you for having me, guys. I'm honored to, to join, and as I said, embarrassed... There have been so many shows without me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I wanna say two things about Tad being on this because yeah. Yeah. he's mm. going to be doing a Q Beginnings. Yes. And we created the format specifically for people like Tad. Yeah. I, think like, I think when the framework of the concept came out, I was like, yeah. great, this is great. We have, we have a good idea with uh, Clearing the Q, but... Yeah. How do we get Tad on the show? Right, he right. does not have That's a what I'm, I'm so pleased. Like it, it's, it's just very, very kind of you guys because... I wasn't trying to find a way not to join, but I was like, I think I'm, the, I think I'm, you know, I'm not eligible. And and, it's and you a, can explain why, but and it's a shame to not have a guy like Tad because the way I, I would introduce him is someone who studies Back to the Future with the same precision that a rabbi would study the Torah, <laughs> and, and that is that he goes back and researches and discovers mm. new new meanings. Yes. Q beginnings. Is relevant in this case because you don't have a queue. You don't even own right. Netflix, right? Right. Don't tell Netflix, but um, as many do, I think before we we had it way back when you'd rent that when the DVD you would come. You were the first in, people I know mm-hmm. in college. You and like uh, Scott and everybody. Yeah, it would come. You were the, in the first mail. people you'd I get, knew had the the DVD queue. You get the disc. And you'd be like, well, this is scratched. And you'd be like, well, I don't give a shit because it's not like everything we've ever done where you just put it right back in the thing, put it back in the mail. and No, no rewinding. Foul. No rewinding. No, no nice. double charge yeah. for that. But then you saw them ahead of time, like ahead of culture getting digital. And I was one of the kind of like old, <laughs> old codges who was like, they're adding $4 a month to this? For what? <laughs> I'm out and I'm out forever. And so I, I got rid of my subscription, but then, you know, before we had a chance to realize, oh, everybody, you need Netflix. It has everything. Um, my wife's um, friend, as a wedding present, <laughs> said, um, you know, we, we got you these little things. We're sorry it's not as, you know, expensive as many get you, but we'd also like to offer you a, to join our subscription because we heard you don't have one. And we're like, oh, that's kind of you. That's great. We'll just log on whenever. And now we use it all the time, but why would we get our own when the gate is still Dad, swinging I don't want open to, in the I don't breeze. want to incriminate myself, but I can relate to that story. Thank you. Yes. I mean, obviously, it sounds like I'm both a criminal and cheap, but it's just like... <laughs> I didn't like, take it that way. <laughs> I've only been kind of... This is the first time I've ever been upset that I don't have my own because I mm. want... It's like, oh, I'd really love to have a history to show these guys because I'd be so proud. And the, and, and the newborn, the not-so-newborn, has that changed... Yeah your consumption in any way oh in a horrible <laughs> to, to a horrible <laughs> break. i watch yeah i watch children's programming and like 
the news so that I can make sure I know what's going on in the world. And that's the only TV. Do you have like a favorite uh, children's programming that you can like find joy in watching? Not yet, but I'm I'm looking forward to because you'd hear about it. Yeah. No, you guys probably still do. Anybody that has kids and they're like, oh, you're going to hear about Dora the Explorer. And, <laughs> totally. Uh, what's the other one? Carl Carlos the... Handy well, Manny? See, I'm new to this. <laughs> if you made that up... No, I I, there's this show about this guy named Mandy, Manny and he's a handyman and it's great. Handy Manny. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ha- ha- handyman. Yeah. It's, it, it works. <laughs> what we haven't gotten yet is, is the... Our our boy is not big enough to to care about like Sesame Street yet, but mm. that's like the go to, right? It's like generations later, it's still on, it's still and clean. owned by HBO now, so all bets are so off. Know, nudity, you know, whatever. You know it's good now. You know there's yeah. gonna be some tasteful nudity here and there, and oh, untasteful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Oscar the Grouch never gave a shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start making this queue for you? Yeah, let's, it feels like please time. Please do. So we have uh, we have our own supercomputer here at Clearing the Queue, and we've developed a patented algorithm that is going to help ah. you create a queue from scratch. And then this we're gonna awesome. we're gonna find a movie within that queue, and we're gonna watch it together. We've with you. mapped the, the the human genome, and then we dipped it in caramel sauce. <laughs> this is amazing. So, so I'm with you. Here we go. So we're going to ask you some questions, and right. then we're gonna we're gonna help make this cue. So the first question is a simple one, which is, what is the movie that you've seen the most times? Oh my god. Um, hmm. <sighs> I'm looking at my DVDs. When I was a kid, it might have been something like. D2, The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> what do I love to watch? Probably probably The Big Lebowski. Lebowski. All right. I watch it all the time. Like, that's, you know. We are entering The Big Lebowski into our supercomputer. At this point, basically, Moses, what you need to do is tell us if any of these movies are ones that you haven't seen and want to see. Okay, cool. So our first option for you is a little movie called Kingpin. I have seen it. That's not surprising. Have you seen 2008's In Bruges? With uh, Colin no, Farrell. I never did. And actually, I, I remember saying, like, this looks terrible. And the people that did see it were like, oh, no, you got you to gotta see it. It's actually surprisingly you good. You have a hankering, though. Um, I do. I want. I would like. We're going to add this to the list. the The tagline is: "All these assassins have to do is wait." But that's easier said than done in the most boring city in Belgium. In Bruges. I gotta say, <laughs> not a lot of movies have the word "boring" in their tagline. As a way of as a selling point. <laughs> yeah, but Think this one it. does. So we're going to add in Bruges. Um, next question. Our next question is. Tell us about a movie that you thought you were going to hate and ended up liking. Okay. What do you think I was going to hate? Usually it's the kind of thing that maybe your wife put on and you right. were rolling your eyes and then get got sucked into. Oh, I, yeah, I have a perfect <laughs> one. Man, this is going to be embarrassing. Unless someone, maybe somebody already said it. It's called, um, it's a holiday. It's a British uh, a Christmas movie. It's got every actor in Love it. Love Actually. Oh, Love Actually. Love Actually. Love Actually. 
Sure. There's no shame in your game. No, that's that, is a, that is a very good movie. That is but, the most male-friendly chick flick rom-com in existence. Oh, okay. It's got it all. Yeah, it's just enjoyable and yeah. and funny. And, and the difference is, I think America has tried to do it like 10 times since it came out. Like we did like a Valentine's Day, a New Year's Eve, like sure. an Arbor Day. And then the actors all sucked and you didn't believe any of them. And right. in this one, it's like all these like very classic British actors – Doing their job, even though they only yeah. they all have five oh, minutes yeah. screen time, but it's they're it's peak, great. Um, it's peak Hugh Grant. So I've entered Love Actually into our supercomputer. One of the movies that it's recommending is a movie called Must Love Dogs. <laughs> uh, that and, was Uma Thurman and um, Janine Garofalo. No, that was the truth about cats and dogs. <laughs> This How is... embarrassing for me to get <laughs> This is a John Cusack vehicle, and which oh. we should tell listeners that when we first signed on to Skype with you, we the video wasn't working, and so what we saw on your end was your icon, which is just a photo of John Cusack. Your profile pic is a worried which, John Cusack. With, <laughs> with, a, with a, just a navy blue baseball cap with no logo. Yep. It was um, when Skype came out, I don't know why, like, I was like, oh, you don't put your own picture, then, you know. Identity theft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I assumed identity (laughs) identity theft started. So I was like, I'll put John Cusack, because everyone knows that if they saw it, they're like, this is the Tad Moses I've met. (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is not, you know. Eastern yeah. European you, For our listeners that is, don't know you, what does that mean? Well, you know, it's he, he. I think at a time when I had shaggier hair and I was a bit more um, char- charming. And when I, you were prone to holding boom boxes over your head, right? Long. long I just face. had it. Yeah. I, if I looked like anybody, it was John Cusack for a while. Now it's. Um, oh, it's changed. You've got you get a new yeah. person. Yeah, it's like Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> <laughs> It's a huge, it's a huge drop off. And to be clear, the but, celebrity that you most closely resemble is Aladdin. Of course, had if he was a real <laughs> man, yeah, which of course he is. Um, <laughs> that's really me. But a step down to like people that you believe exist. Yeah, John Cusack is it for sure. So, should we add this movie to your to your queue? Must love dogs. I guess so. Read the, I mean, read the how blur. does that read the blur. How does it work? Uh, like. It, you you're get to doing choose. a thing where we're gonna co- like basically we're gonna get a list of about a half a dozen movies. This is your cue. Oh, sure. This is but your I mean, cue. like I said, what I said, um, love actually, and it said yeah. you you would also like. Is that what you're saying? Or, yeah, or it's your own it, thing. Uh, I don't want to give away our. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dogs, I mean, did Dr Pepper tell you all their secret flavors? <laughs> it's definitely. <laughs> Do you want to know all the? K- <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know all the secret spices in uh, KFC's original recipe? It just came out. It just got leaked. Did you hear what it is? Uh, out of respect for them, I don't want to know. For what? I'm going to ruin it. The KFC uh, oh, recipe did, just got leaked, did, what the secret ingredient is, and it's pretty brilliant, actually. Did Hamilton give it away, or whatever the guy's name is, who, who's doing the commercials now, that's from super... Uh, Juan uh, Lin-Manuel. Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton the Musical? No, no. Uh, who's, <laughs> who's Hamilton? Who's the guy... Who's the guy who's who's known for being tan, like for fifty years? He's just all we know about him is he's, he's oh crispy. George Hamilton, yeah George, George Hamilton. Hamilton. He's been in the commercials, so I'm wondering whether he's like they gave him the ingredients and he's like, well, I'll just go tell everybody. Maybe, yeah, it could have been him. 
I'm blaming him. Sorry. So I'm sorry. Or I interrupted maybe, um, like the juice. Or what is maybe it? Uh, Norm McDonald was disenfranchised from. Yeah, maybe Norm leaked it. Yeah, foolish to give it to him. The secret ingredient, apparently, you, Alex, you can cover your ears if you want. No, tell me. Is uh, white pepper. I don't even know what that is. Me, me neither. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> I think it's a little bit of this. <laughs> the nose pepper the nose pepper the nose candy yeah uh, no no wonder everybody likes it so all right what if it was just straight up like yeah you know what it was cocaine I that's why we're hiding that's, that's why we're hiding that's, we couldn't tell everybody coca-cola is gonna gonna sue us but it's been it was cocaine all along the whole all right. time so the movie you hate and the, the uh that you actually turn to love that maps the part of your brain that you sort of Hide deep dark secrets <laughs> ah, in, right? Okay, okay. yeah. And I like so this it. next question maps the part of your brain that likes Tom Hanks. Yeah. So the next question is, <laughs> what's your favorite Just, Tom Hanks movie? Oh man, that's a. You guys are geniuses. This is a. This is. In, this breaks it down. Yeah. Tom Hanks. We're gonna break you down. You'll be crying. <laughs> um. You know what I love? Um. The Terminal. Catch me if you can. Hmm. Okay. Great and answer. I'm going to say that. And it's funny because um, <laughs> our good friend, I don't know if we should, he's probably been on the shows. Doug Warner is is a huge fan of the Terminal. And we got into it early on because it was like, oh, you can't hate, nobody hates any Tom Hanks movies, much less like My we disagree does. on one. <laughs> My dad does. Oh, like across the board? Or? I, yeah, it's a very odd uh, <laughs> position to take. It's like... Um, I, I hate I hate sugar and sunshine, and I hate children's laughter. No, I don't know. <laughs> it's not that crazy. My brother doesn't like the Beatles, and he loves all bands. Anyway, I'm getting on tangents. <laughs> no, we so, like um, tangents. We support yeah. tangents. Yeah. But uh, point being, yeah, did not like the Terminal at all, and it really offended Doug because he thought that was like... He was touched by much of the movie. <laughs> thought the terminal was tip top and i think tom hanks took a misstep i like Stumb- it i like stumbled on some roots like you guys terminal. like it I like well terminal. yeah partly because i have an uncle who so closely resembles stanley tucci that on more than one occasion he's had people <laughs> come up to him and ask if he's stanley tucci and after probably the, like the fourth or fifth time he started just saying yes because he figures like might as well make this person's day so wow. now he has like taken pictures and and you know, shook hands with with people thinking they're meeting. Somebody's Stanley like, Tucci. "Can you sign that great line from this obscure movie?" <laughs> or like, no, we, you know what I'm talking about. Or Moses, next time someone asks you if you're Gerard Depardieu, <laughs> just uh, make just their day. Spit in, spit in their face and just <laughs> steal their croissant. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I assume that's what that's where this is going. Yep. Eventually, I'm just going to be a criminal. Yep. Um, yes, indeed. All right. All right. All right. So, so we put "Catch Me If You Can" into the supercomputer. Let's just read them off. And okay, yeah, cool. we're going to read off its six movies. And if if you haven't seen any of these, let us know. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Aaron Brockovich. Jobs with Ashton Kutcher. Goodwill Hunting. Django Unchained and Rounders. Oh, this is great. Okay. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? No. And I've heard, you know, that was like before, like it's a good, it's, it's a movie under the radar. That, that, Some that is would say good. it's Leo DiCaprio's finest movie. Would they? Some. Just <laughs> <laughs> some. Yeah. Um, wow. Finest well, then, performance. Yeah. Then I should see that. I would like to see that. All right. Add it to the queue. Aaron Brockovich? I'm going to go ahead and say um, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't. I don't like. Um, 
You know, like and strong female leads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the way society is going, trying to find equality for women. No, I don't like <laughs> what's her name. I mean, it's this is already a tell telltale sign that I can't even come up with her name. Um, Roberts, Julia Roberts. Roberts, Julia Roberts. I do not like her. Okay. All right, so no so Brockovich. I, I assume you've seen Goodwill Hunting, Django and Rounders. I have. Okay. And how about this Ashton Kutcher portrayal of Steve Jobs? <laughs> I tell you, I did not see it, but I have no interest. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Ashton Kutcher carries any movie, and I think that critics said this one was just just awful. I, but the new, the most recent Steve Jobs, by the way, I did see it. It was awesome. If any, if you guys hadn't put that on on your queue. Um, that is the most insane segue that I've ever heard because literally the next question is what's one movie that we should add to our queue? <laughs> I don't even know. You, I've proven I don't know this process. <laughs> Just in there with you guys. I think. Like and you, you think. By the way, yeah, you're the first person that's ever done this with us too. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to join the show. I'm moving to LA. I'm moving out. I'm coming out there and we're going to do this together. Three amigos. Um <laughs> Is Three Amigos your answer? <laughs> if you haven't seen it, hell yeah. You guys got to see this thing. Oh, but you, you have seen the new Steve Jobs. No, I haven't. And it could be that movie if, if that's actually I don't remember answer. what that one was called. Popkinster? It was called Steve oh, it was Jobs. Called, oh. Yeah, it was called Steve Jobs. The Ashton Kutcher, I think, was just called Jobs. That one's just called Jobs. Like, then there's one coming out called just Steve. <laughs> it's called Stevie Steve-O, the computer whiz. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting weird. Gerard Depardieu. Uh, I haven't really... seen it either. Is this, is this the movie? Yeah. What? St- Steve Jobs? This is the movie that we should put on our queue? Is, you know ah. if we just type this in, it's going to recommend <laughs> those same. It's going to recommend <laughs> Jobs. I, I feel like, yeah, it's not yeah, it's not organic. Give us it, something I would else. have to come up with one that you definitely should see. Um, oh, Out of Sight. If you haven't seen Out is of Sight, Clooney it's a gem and... no, of, a, yeah, of an obscure 90s movie. Is that Clooney and J-Lo? Who? Yes. I thought that was you. A surprisingly good J-Lo. Unfortunately, Out of Sight is not, out of mind. does not have an entry in our database. Oh. But that's a... Broke. a otherwise, that's a great answer. It broke in the internet. feel terrible. What is it about that movie that you love so much? Like, that's a very um, strange place to go. It's Deep the plot dark. and the script. It's the plot and the script. Hmm. I'm telling you, writing... Is the secret sauce? Writing the is the nobody cares who of wrote movies. anything. They're like, who starred in it? Who directed it? Yeah. Guess what? But, but who you, created it's the white it? pepper. Goddamn. It's the white pepper. It's the white pepper. That's right. And I, yeah, I remember when I found when the Hangover was about to come out, and I found out that the writers for the Hangover had written like, like I think four Christmases or like some like really rom comy <laughs> really? kind of thing. Yeah, and I was like, like wow. this does not bode well for this movie. I'm trying to think of the movies that my there that there there is a movie writer named White Pepper, believe it or not. He made some movies that were really good. <laughs> Whitey Pepper. Can't can't beat a white pepper. Um how about um Big Fish? We've entered Big Fish into our supercomputer. And the first three entries are just movies that have the word fish in the title. And I'm, so I'm going to skip those. And I'm going to yeah. say the next entry is Across the Universe. Fish Called Wanda? Was that in there? Uh, no, not yet. Oh. It might be later okay. on. 
But um, yeah, this. Uh, so across the universe was this like sort of trippy, Beatlesy kind of movie, right? The blurb says an American girl and a British lad fall in love amid the social and political upheaval of the '60s in this musical featuring songs by the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah, and this was uh, this was a Julie Taymor. This was her like. Oh movie. yeah, you know who that is the Lion King. She like did all the decorate. She like was the visionary behind. The oh Lion yeah, Tamar. I did hear about that. Um, I don't know. I remember when that came out. I was like, I might want to check it out because I'm, I'm a huge Beatles fan, and to see like a movie that where you're just ensconced and yeah, in like new new style. Like I'm, I assume it's like people covering the Beatles. Like it's different. Like I am Sam soundtrack. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's like I haven't seen this thing. Um, <laughs> I um, man, I don't know. Do I want to kick back and watch like a trippy? We got a lot more movies. We've got some other options. Okay. Uh, there's two I'm, in particular that I think might might work. I, I'm gonna pass on Across the Universe. All right. How about Tim Burton's The Corpse Bride? I'm gonna say the Nano to that one too. I've never seen um, the big one like Nightmare Halloween, Christmas, Christmas? Um, Christmas on Halloween or. Um, uh, nightmare on uh, Christmas. Help me, guys. What's the one? <laughs> nightmare before Christmas. Thank you. Yeah, I've never seen it. So <laughs> you were driving I feel like hard. I, I would know. You guys just drop off. You're just letting me talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go get a present. Uh, yeah, get Nightmare before Christmas. I feel like that was his like for those type of movies, the coup de gras. Yeah. So if if I knew if I liked that one, I would know if I want to see Corpse right. Bride. But I don't. Totally. Th- I don't think I watch it. Well, uh, there's another movie that's come out of our computer. It's called Hector and the Search for Happiness. And oh. it stars Simon Pegg. From Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Oh. Is it a comedy? It is quirky and feel good. Um, it is considered a comedy, drama, drama based on book and British movie. It has It's rated R for language and some brief nudity. Oh, I love both. <laughs> You this? love language. <laughs> I love language. Uh, it's also got Stellan Skarsgård. <clears throat> oh, a very good actor. And this looks pretty interesting. It looks like a kind of a under the radar indie, right. like a Sundance darling. It I almost trust looks those. like what was that Ben Stiller movie? It does look a lot like oh, a Ben Stiller Walter movie. Walter Mitty. It looks yes. like Walter Mitty, but like it says, unfulfilled by his career as a psychiatrist, Hector leaves everything behind and travels around the world in search of true happiness. Search for true happiness. Mm-hmm. I think I would like to see that. Yeah, let's add this <laughs> to your. Yeah. I prefer my nudity to be brief, so I don't want. I don't want no nudity, and I don't want like. All right, that's enough with the nudity. I just want brief nudity and a lot of language. <laughs> but, uh, all right, I feel like we've got a, a full cue for you now, and now it's a matter of deciding which one we're going to watch. This is the fun part okay. or the hard part. Um, based on your Big Lebowski section, we have In Bruges, which is Colin Farrell. We have Must Love Dogs. <laughs> we have What's Eating Gilbert Grape. We have Hector and the Search for Happiness, the Simon Pegg indie joint, that Walter Mitty clone. <laughs> so that's your new cue. And awesome. Where what do you have you guys start? done? Like, what has, what has done well I feel like on you're show, hard like... at narrowing, right? Are you hard at... Oh, I am. I am. Like what? What works best? What have you guys had more fun with? Is it like comedies or? Oh well, I exclusively like watching comedies and things that will just make me feel good and laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex likes things that have 
pop culture relevance. Yep. And um, we, we also both, both like to clear things that have come up in previous episodes. That's cues. true. I clear think, things? Yeah. We I like think, to clear the cues queue. Oh, uh, okay. I'm with you. Is there anything on there that you feel like definitely you're either leaning towards watching or you definitely don't want to watch right now? I'll give you two that I'm excited to watch. Okay. In Bruges and Gilbert Grape. Great. I'm going to make this easy on us. Grape. Uh, we've both seen Gilbert <laughs> Grape and we haven't seen In Bruges. And In Bruges has I, come up before. We've almost watched it. And I think we should watch it. I love that we're doing this. And I also love that it's the first movie that we talked about. <laughs> there you go. Hey. We can do it, Bruce, but there's a long road ahead of us. Let's just keep moving. Um, and um, I have seen it, but I will oh, be you mom. I will stay it. mom. I Wait, but have you seen uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've seen both of so them. So I'm out of it, but I like that you guys have But I've seen only seen one of them. All right, yeah, it's better two of, at least two of the three. But How was in Bruges? I liked it. I liked like, it was it good enough that we should watch it, yeah. or do you yeah, want to... It's good enough that we should watch it. Okay. Great. We're going to go yeah, watch some Colin Farrell, not to be confused with Will Farrell. <laughs> or Colin... Colin. Did you say it too? I couldn't. Yeah, I call Con Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever confuse him for Con Hanks. He hates that. Uh, so, Tad, here's what's going to happen. Um, right. We'll pause the recording. We'll each watch this movie. I don't know how long it is, but when it's over, we'll come back to Skype. And then our listeners are going to hear the trailer for it through a little movie magic. And nice. then we'll come back and we'll chat. This is In Bruges. In Bruges is. In Bruce. Hopefully during the movie they determine whether the S is silent or not. That's all I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, I was going to say, do we know? We yeah. don't know. Hopefully all three we'll of find us have different stuff. Hopefully I think it's Bruggs. 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 All right. We'll see you in a couple hours. What is it you've done, Raymond? Murder. Father. Why did you murder someone, Raymond? For money. Who did you murder for money, Raymond? You, Father. After I killed them, I walked home to await instructions. Get to Bruges. 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 Where's that? It's in Belgium. For two weeks, in Bruges, in a room like this, with you? No way. Been to the top of the tower? Guidebook says it's a must-see. Well, you ain't going up there. Why? It's all windy stairs. I'm not being funny. What exactly are you trying to say? They're a bunch of elephants. Mr. Blakely? Yes? You have a message? Number one, why aren't you in when I told you to be in? You better be in when I call again, or they'll be now to pay up and telling you. He swears a lot, doesn't he? Let's go out. Go out where? The pub. Harry? I've got an idea. I'm gonna go back to my room, jump into the canal, see if I can escape. If you go outside and round the corner, you can shoot at me from there and try and get me. I'll go outside then which way, right or left? You go right, don't you? Okay, on the count of one, two, three, go. Who says it? Oh, you say it. You guys are crazy. One, two, three, go! She ain't my girlfriend. She's a prostitute. Didn't know there were any prostitutes in Bruges. Just have to look in the right places. Brothels are good. An Uzi. I'm not from South Central Los Angeles. I want a normal gun for a normal person. Maybe that's what hell is. The entire rest of eternity spent in Bruges. 
Back off, Shorty. You don't know karate. Ah! Oh, boy. Hey, buddy. Similar to the movie... The Big Lebowski. The <laughs> Here's what usually happens okay. when we come back. We do a little brief recap where we okay. kind of try to do like a 60-second, uh, just little quick synopsis of, of the big plot points. We spoil the shit out of the movie. And, oh, okay. And People know this. Yeah. We're going to be talking about well, the damn movie. Yeah. Now they Now they do. And then mm-hmm. uh, that way, then we can talk about it afterwards without trying to like sort of slog through the plot. Okay. In Bruges. In Bruges. <laughs> is an Anglo-American neo-noir black comedy <laughs> crime drama, according to Wikipedia. No. Uh, no and right in- off the right off the bat, one of my questions was: Are we going to find out whether it's pronounced in Bruges or in Bruges? And about four seconds into the movie, they said in Bruges. And then they said yes. it another 30 to 40 times in the next five minutes. Mm. So the name of the movie is In Bruges, and here's what happened. Uh, two hitmen, Ray and Ken. Ray is Colin Farrell, and Ken is a dude from... He's a not Colin Farrell, he's the other he's guy. He's the other guy, he was in Harry Potter. And uh, they're hitmen sort of with a heart of gold. They have to hide away in Bruges for two weeks to sort of clean up the mess from Colin Farrell, who accidentally... Killed a little boy on his last Hitman routine, and it turned out that was actually also his first Hitman routine. And while they think they're just vacationing, turns out that the Hitman's boss, played by Ralph Fiennes, has to clean up that mess. Ralph Fiennes has hired Ken to kill Ray. We in Bruges. In Bruges. In Bruges. In Bruges could have been <laughs> subtitled "Some Hitman I Turned Out to Be." Like AKA, he does say that. That is a climactic line of his. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. So so Ken refuses. He says he won't kill his friend. So then Ralph Fiennes has to come to Bruges and kill Ken. And he's the boss. And he's it, the yeah, boss he's the boss. And in the end, which I like by the way that he gets, he just like still rolls up the sleeves and is willing to get he's, dirty. He's got to get dirty when he has to. In the end, he's got principles. Everybody dies. Yeah. And uh, then the movie ends. Spoiler alert. <laughs> And it's not, we're not exaggerating. Well, first of all, I'll say, I wish every movie could be this movie. I wish every, like, week, every cue that we clear, every movie could be, like, this type of, like, mix of funny and engaging and, like... I don't want to foreshadow too much, but I've never, you've never rated a movie higher than me on this show. This is our 23rd episode. And just based on what you just said, I think that this might be the first time you rate a movie I just, higher than me. This is like my spiritual movie yeah. animal. It's just fun. I, <laughs> and I had seen it, and I had seen it, and the only thing I had remembered was the scene where uh, Ken, which is the non-Colin Farrell guy, yeah, the other jump guy. like uh, k- like kills him, like jumps off the the roof. That's like really the yeah. only thing I remembered. Uh-huh. So it was pretty refreshing to, to rewatch Moses. So this was a movie that you had heard of and were interested in seeing, and the big Lebowski led you to see it. <laughs> this movie was more noir. This is more dark pepper than <laughs> than for the big Lebowski. Personally, I think we get on a tangent of how previews fool you into what you're about to see. Yeah. And I remember seeing previews for this and being like, "Oh, it looks like a little bit like I thought it would be a little bit lighter in you know." wittier in conversation and things like that. It was like a pretty dark story. Yeah. The, uh, the, there's like the, the funniest scene was probably when like 
the strippers and they were doing drugs and the and the Hold dwarf. On. They're not strippers. They were prostitutes. The prostitutes. <laughs> That's right. There was no. Stripper. You give them. You give them a lot of credit. Yeah. <laughs> do, do I? They were dirty, dirty. There is a higher. There is a hierarchy. Oh, I'm just saying. Um, oh, okay. I see. But like well, yeah, scene, Matt just wants accuracy. He's yeah. not judging anybody. That no. was the scene when like things were at its like goofiest and like the banter was at its wittiest. I agree, but I the whole time I'm thinking like, all right, I had this feeling from the movie that it like gets a little like Guy Ritchie like wacky. Well, it like, does you, have like, a little Guy Ritchie DNA in it. It does. Like like I guess so. But how like, much would it, you say like DNA percentage wise was like twenty percent? Okay. Does and, that sound? And how much? That a bizarre? And how much RNA? Um, I I don't know the <laughs> conversion rate. <laughs> From math and science. Fair. Okay. I'll say twenty-two. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about that sounds about right. Slightly more A than DNA. Yeah. So it was just super serious. Yeah, I mean, it just got it, instead of getting more crazy, it got more serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me ask you fellas this: Colin Farrell. Yeah. As a as a as an actor. Yeah. What do you think about him? So I, the first time I saw him, he was also playing an assassin, which was Bullseye in Daredevil. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it was the, the movie that like put him on the map was Minority Report. That was the one I remember him in, and he was an American, and I don't think he's American. I think he's Irish. Yep. So I'm always like, wow, uh, I, a different accent. So as I was reading You're stuff, like also actor. doing research, Moses, like... There was a period of time when he became totally overexposed. And I can't be out. I'm literally plagiarizing those words, but I couldn't agree more <laughs> with that. Like, mm. I'm like, yeah, like there was a time where as he was good because he was good in Daredevil. But all of a sudden you're just seeing him in everywhere and mm-hmm. he's just not. His that public good persona also, I think, was just like the mid new century douche. Like, I think <laughs> right. people. Totally. Like, he wore, like, what did he do? He always wore. A skull cap, like summertime type <laughs> yeah. thing. You're like, oh, this guy is not for me. <laughs> yeah. And he, and kind of like girls liked him. So you're like, what do you like about this bullshit? Yeah. It made it worse. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think he probably gave a couple like real cocky interviews. And you're like, well, I get this guy straight up and down. He's just a real dick. He he became everywhere all at once. He had the skull yeah. cap. And the goddamn skull ladies, cap. Ladies and the loved thin, him. The thin mustache, maybe, or like the dirt. I don't even remember what it was. But I made up many things beyond probably what I should have. Mm. Um, but you're uh, right, Moses. Uh, then, for then, reasons that I do not like him. But then you, you're right, Moses. You, you like forgot about him. Yeah. And then he makes a good movie. There is right. There is one thing that Colin Farrell and Tad Moses have in common. Which is expressive eyebrows? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote it down too. Uh, how do you guys have so much time in between the movie and talking? About it? I like, I like ate half Dude. a cookie and farted, and now we're back. And you guys did all this research. Eyebrows? Yeah. Hold on. Where's mine? I wrote it down. How did you write all this stuff down? We wrote it during the movie. Expressive. Oh, there oh, oh yeah. you were ready. You were up and. Yeah, we've got yeah. our little notebooks that we have while we're watching, uh, just to sort of... I respect this. You guys take notes. this f- for reals. I well, did find p- popcorn, by the way, so it was all okay. right on my end. Okay. <laughs> Everything worked out on my end. That was fine. <laughs> what did you think of his acting performance in this? Because there were some scenes you know, where he was he was absolutely... Um, what's the word? He was, he was conflicted and horribly eaten up yeah. inside, and he actually... I thought he showed it pretty well. I thought he was a good actor. Yeah, I thought his acting was great. I he mean, won a Best Actor Golden Globe for this. 
So he won. Really? Him, him, and his buddy Ken were both nominated for best actors. Wow! And he won it. And he won it. How did I not know that? I thought this was like a like a crazy, you know, shoot 'em up well, comedy this. comedy crazy. In brief, we we should talk a little bit about the director Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. He was nominated. I had to look him up and see, like, you know, go through the rabbit hole. He apparently is a, a playwright. He, hmm. that's his, ah. his chops. And I had made a lot of notes about, like, oh, yeah, this is very much, like, reads like a... Oh, sure. Like a theater scene. Yeah. Because um, just how long it's going, and it's just dialogue. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. Um, the pace of it is their own. They don't have that kind of, like, formulaic, and then two-minute twist, and then we get to this. It's like yeah. they, they chose to do however long and let the actors do their thing. So I liked that part for sure. But it was definitely like, I guess I just wish that people would sell a movie like it is. Mm. <laughs> right. Like the marketers got a hold of this, and they're like, we ha- we can't sell this to American yes. audiences. We have to, right. Exactly right. They have to make it look like, well, you know, Con Farrell saying some wacky things to, to ref like, down in the fucking, steps. Basically in the trailer, I remember they just kept playing stuff about like, being in Bruges. Why are we in fucking Bruges? <laughs> and then, and then, like I remember them being in that scenario, that sh- that standoff, and it being like, I'll jump into the river and you run around and like everything, and it kind of made this like where they wink, wink you know. at like the whole standoff. They do their like, exactly, yeah. yeah. So I've got uh, one thing I love about the movie and one thing that I didn't love. The thing okay. that I love about the movie is the a thing that I love about anything British, which is when they say thanks instead of thanks. Oh yeah. <laughs> they make it like an F. Thanks, man. Yeah. I I could listen Colin to him thanks. say that. Oh yeah, I like they day. say I think. I yeah, think I, I think. will. I mean, I, think. I could That's listen. a cockney. I think it's a like not maybe not cockney, but like it's an indication that they are from a lower yeah. land of England. It sounds great. It's just yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um the thing that I didn't like overall thanks, and mate. it was a really like it was an enjoyable movie. It was a fun you know, hour and a half. I think I didn't like is like, it's about killers. They're all mm-hmm. terrible people. They're all fucking assassins. And the idea that like the fact that one of them killed a kid crosses some line to me, I'm yeah. like, well, you also killed a priest. So like, there's no, That's there's nobody good here. Like you're all terrible. You should all go to jail. And it's hard for me to be like, Oh, well, but this guy has honor because he wouldn't like kill a kid. Right. I, I, no one ever talks about that because that there's some other movies that have that do that. Where totally. it's like, we're like, oh well, they're not fair play. You're gonna kill. You can't kill a kid. Like, yeah, yeah sure, you kill an adult for any reason, whatever. That's your job. But <laughs> right. And we just a couple weeks ago we saw the killer, which had the it's exact a, same plot it's a point. John Woo, a John Woo. John classic. Woo's like breakthrough movie, and it's the same killer. thing. It's about an assassin who like you know saves the life of a child because he's like that's crossing the line. Right. Like, I think that's how on. you have to show like. The anti-hero, but then it's like, oh, he's got heart, so that yeah. fascinates me because right. I shouldn't like him, but yeah. now I need to now I need to root for him. Totally. I, I don't mind it. I mean, like I said, I think we could come up with a really nice, snappy like pitch for a TV show called "Some Hitman I Turned Out to Be." Like, <laughs> I think I that could be on Fox yeah. or on ABC, and we could FX, like FX maybe. Yeah, FX, and it could be funny because like yeah. you want to see the lighter side of Hitman. It's funny, <laughs> right? And, how successful were these hitmen, do you think? Because I actually was like, because I was starting to sit back and think like, okay, I can see that Colin Farrell maybe has this like, this nervousness, psychosis thing, but he could probably like turn it on like he did in the priest flashback where he just, just murders and then kind of, he totally fucked that up though. But he, like the whole reason he killed the kid was because he couldn't just get one clean shot at the priest. 
He's like just shooting at him left and right. I mean, I agree with you. I think it's kind of like 10 chasing him down, like walking behind him, shooting him 10 or 12 times. It's a little bit excessive it's a little yes but what about the other what about ken like the super nice guy he was like your neighbor he's like like your nice neighbor you were my neighbor yeah and (laughs) we all know how many (laughs) we know how good i was with the super soaker that was so unfair (laughs) though he was yeah he was i think great for the role yeah he was awesome like he kind of made you feel for him and then you it was you wondered whether he was really gonna go through with it were you guys happier like did you did you worry about colin farrell in that moment well maddie was giving me some good expressions too when like um when ken was about to go and kill ray yeah in the park mm-hmm. and then ray pulls the gun on his head and, and then he pulls away maddie was like i'm like oh he, you were shocked you were I surprised gave him some big eyebrows i did some eyebrow acting of my own <laughs> some eyebrows i can appreciate that but now listen you know how we joked about Gross Point Blank earlier? Maybe not on the. He's another hitman with a heart of gold. Yeah. That was as a very similar movie because he he is deciding to not be a hitman anymore. Cusack, right? That's that's what's happening in that movie, and I think there's a whole thing about him like accidentally killing like a dog, and mm-hmm. him being very torn up about like being insulted. He's like, you know, I would never kill an animal. That's absurd. Right. Even right. though he just like mindlessly kills. Totally. Moses said. Yeah, I was going to just say, did you at any point wish that we were watching, that we were just elbows deep in another movie? What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Did you wish that we were watching? No, but I was worried. Like, I'll admit, like, toward the end, I was like, huh, I guess, <laughs> I, like, I liked it, but probably less than you guys. Well, the next segment uh, is where we have to rate this movie. And basically... How do you rate? If you had your own queue and you had your own Mm. profile within your friend's queue, then Netflix would ask you what you thought of this movie and you'd have to give it one, two, three, four, or five stars. No half stars, just one, two, three, four, five. No half stepping. No half stepping. And then based on that rating, (laughs) it's going to, you know. Does it say that? It's going to recommend future movies to you. Right. Okay. Like, I feel like I'm somewhere between two and three stars. Mm hmm. It probably deserves. I mean, it's so. I, I value like a well-made movie, and that was one for mm-hmm. sure. But can you watch it again? Popkin clearly can. Yeah, <laughs> but I forgot most of it. Yeah. I, I forgot most of it. <laughs> right. At one point, uh, Alex actually asked me what had just happened in a scene. <laughs> I was like, "Have you seen this? <laughs> were you not for A? Have you have you not seen it? B? Were you now you're not sitting next to me right I now? I was looking. reading IMDb. He was in fairness. You guys, you yeah. do so much work while the movie is happening. This is movie, this how real critics do it? Like um, they have to like be taking notes while they're. I feel like you got to get into it. Probably. I don't wouldn't call I don't us real critics. No, we're certainly not. But <laughs> oh, so what? Yeah, do you forgive think? me. How many stars? I do not think how many stars are you going to give this? I think I'm going to give this two stars. I know that seems yeah. low, but three to me is like. I'm is like so positive that they might want to give me more Bruges in the future, and I don't know if totally. I want more Bruges. Yeah, fucking Bruges. <laughs> so many times. Uh, I'm gonna give this three stars. Uh, okay. It was an it was a really enjoyable like movie, but mm-hmm. ultimately I just don't need to see. I don't need to empathize with killers anymore. It's it's enough. Huh. I will give it four stars, and I'll say this is as close as you'll ever get to empathizing with killers. Ah, for that very right. reason, I yeah. thought um, Brennan Gleeson was super like linchpin to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like just how he's like he, basically like, what is it like to tell your boss "fuck you" if your boss was the fucking <laughs> ringleader of a of like a 
assassin squad. At his own his own standards, you, uh, protecting somebody who was seconds away from killing himself anyway. Yep. So yeah. the guilt wouldn't even have been on him. Right. And he got God anyway. That was unique. Yeah. He did get right, God. Well, that's a three star aggregate amongst the three yep. of us. And I like the way we climbed the ladder there. And can, that's it. can the director walk in the door behind you guys and be like, five stars? Because <laughs> it was phenomenal. Because <laughs> I hit on every turn. <laughs> um, Colin Farrell walks in, six stars. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I can't do an Irish accent. Who else could walk in and give it a seventh star? <laughs> Come on, let's top it. Top you it. guys are in LA. They could happen. Andy McDowell walks in. Andy McDowell walks in. Alex, seven stars because I love anything that you watch because you watched me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, Moses, I mean. We re- we have we've got great news for you because although you don't have a queue of your own, we've built you a queue, and now yes. you're one step closer to clearing the queue. That was clearing the queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at clearingthequeue, Facebook.com slash clearingthequeue. Subscribe on iTunes? Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. <laughs> <laughs>